Welcome back to another episode of Mix and Match Radio. You know what? Last week, we, me and Muhammad, we couldn't figure out anything. We were extremely busy. There was, we just, we could not get a scheduled time to record. So we figured we'd bless y'all with a little bit of a treat. You know, be nice, give y'all what you want, because you really enjoyed them last time. <laughs> Matt's back in the studio today. I'm back. You're welcome. (laughs) And when Matt's in the studio, we have no other choice but to talk about movies and fantasy and not necessarily no other choice. We just really want to talk about that stuff. You know. Oh well, I mean, it's not like we'd be doing anything different either way. Yeah. Saying that. Very true. You know, when we have a professional film critic in the studio, what's true? What are we gonna do? Also, by the way, for those of you watching on YouTube, I don't know how much of it you can see, but we got a cool flag. <laughs> That's going to I'm pretty sure y'all can only see the match radio section of it, but it's all there. Yeah, I promise it's not a half flag. We have the whole thing. We didn't pay for the 50% off thing, so <laughs> Anyways, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into it with what will hopefully be a fairly decent question for all of you out there to ponder because we like to offer these. So, Matt Muhammad, yeah. one big question. If you had to immerse yourself completely, fully step into one fantasy world across the board, so this is things like Harry Potter, Star Wars, any Marvel Universe type situation, anything, anywhere, but you live in it forever, what do you pick? I think that that's a really tough one, man, because I have a couple. Star yeah. Wars is up there for sure. Ooh, I like that one. How do you deny the Force? You know, yeah. Like, Harry Potter's up there. I'm I'm really into Harry Potter. I love Harry Potter. Yeah. I'm reading um, it right now. And honestly, pro- if I had to choose one, like I'd really want to live in the DC universe. Dang it, DC. Are you taking? The, were you That's, around that line? That as well? is my. Mm. That is the one I want to live in. That's your one. See, like I have to solidify That's, one. That's my one. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's a pretty tough question because with the DC universe, I mean, gosh, you have so many different – there's so much there. It's a universe. Yeah. Uh, see, for me, I feel like I'd have to take the wizardly world of Harry Potter. Really? You know? Yeah. And the reason I'm going to say that is because I have never gotten like – okay, this is going to – as a 20-year-old guy – it's really my first time like getting all the way through the Harry Potter series and reading it. Yeah. And I'm about halfway through the fourth book right now. So like almost halfway through the series. Exactly. But with that said, I don't know if I've ever gotten like a feeling of like wanting to be in something more than that outside of maybe star Wars when I was a kid, but the Harry Potter world has so much to it. And there's like, like there's, there's different banks. There's different trains that they ride on. Yeah. It's just a completely like set aside world. And I think it'd be so cool to be a part of like an entire yeah. different society that mm-hmm. exists independent from the rest. And as much as it would be awesome to be like a Jedi or Iron Man, I think I'm going with yeah. And my last name's Potter, so I'm like legally obligated to. It makes the most sense for you to choose that one. I mm-hmm. mean, you kind of have to. Just to make it more interesting, I'll I'll say Marvel. Marvel. Uh, I'll and Marvel. Matt can have DC. Okay, now, I think that's. I, I think there's a pretty solid. If you were in Marvel, what like uh, period would you choose? Yeah, what period would you choose? What period would I choose? Yeah, that's easy. Um, would you be like current day, post Iron? I really want to do like Spider Man twenty ninety nine. I think that'd be yeah. I think that'd be just like the Neo future, Muhammad. That's really the most interesting thing you've said. Yeah, just now. Yeah, Yeah. I I I really I really love Miguel O'Hara. Go into depth a little bit about what Spider Man twenty ninety nine is, because I don't even know very much about it. I mean, he's just the future 
uh, iteration of Spider-Man. Uh-huh. It's Miguel O'Hara. Yeah. Uh, he's a Latin American Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's basically a, uh, I don't know how else to describe it. You know the movie Blade Runner? Yeah. It's like kind of like that. It's like a dystopian future type thing. It's very uh, bright. Um, neon. So, yeah, it's neon. A neo. It's like a, like a Neo Tokyo type mm-hmm. thing, I guess. Well, Neo um, means new. Yeah. But. So, uh, I don't know. It's like got that kind of aesthetic to it. It's very bright. Um very vibrant yeah and so just the villains are different too i guess i don't know just the feel of that um location i it's think it's like be quite... it's like batman beyond yeah exactly uh, yeah okay yeah okay yeah it's I, like I see what beyond. you're saying yeah. yeah so it's got the it's the like almost i don't want to say uh unrealistic world but more of a it's a more futuristic world and like the the villains are kind of the same, but they're different because they're like yeah. it's like the futuristic version of the I have no original, other way to, yeah of the original villains. Basically, he would go to the future and fight a bunch of villains. That's yeah. essentially what we can get from that one. So with all of that like said, and I guess you went with the DC universe. Who who would you be? What would you be? And when would you be? If you could. Like who would I be? Like what do you mean by that? Okay, so if you're picking a world, what world are you picking? Like. I mean, I mean, you, I to, make, to make it a little bit more interesting, I mean, I do pick the DC universe, okay. uh, the Green Lanterns, yeah, mythos, Ooh. man. I mean, Muhammad, you knew that. Well, honestly, yeah. that's not I, that's, that's not hard to disagree this, with. Just the that's Green Lantern, just the Green Lantern mythos alone, it's is, strictly it's, Green, Green Lantern core, or uh, like the Green Lantern uh, just universe. Ryan Reynolds edition? Or no, are we talking Ryan comics? Reynolds. No, I mean, like, <laughs> like, like uh, either Sinestro core or the. Red lanterns, or are you wanting to be Green Lantern? I I I want to be a Green Lantern. Okay, but I mean, I wouldn't mind being a White Lantern either. White lanterns are dope because those are like the like the the almighty powerful lanterns. Bringing just, it in with okay, I just want to address kind of maybe our less intense audience. This is even going over my head as far as comic <laughs> stuff goes. Yeah. Sorry guys, sorry. So we're like surpassing the level of even my yeah. I can go pretty in depth nerd this. knowledge yeah. here. Matt's so, more knowledgeable on it than me too. Well, we just we got to keep it somewhat grounded as much as I'd love to sorry, have. Guys. Just like we a can super explain it. Huge too. brain explosion. What are the differences between Green Lanterns, White Lanterns, and Red Lanterns, and like what makes you pick Green? It's all about the emotional. The emotion, uh, emotional spectrum. So the Green Lanterns are all about the willpower. The Yellow Lanterns. That's what are powers all, them. Yeah. The uh, what powers the Yellow Lanterns is fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Lanterns is rage. Uh, Purple Lanterns are like. Uh, it's like lust, right? Co- it's compassion. Oh, okay. So it's like houses in Harry Potter, essentially. It's, 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 it's like Gryffindor, kind of, no, Slytherin, it's all literally, that. Okay, it's literally yeah. like that, but off emotions. And then, like, I think the White Lanterns are all the emotions in one. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's why they're like. Black the, Lanterns are death, right? Black Lanterns are death. Yeah. Yeah. So. Blackest Night's so cool. So cool. It's a comic it's, it's a It's a big event, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Go nerd, nerd on y'all. <laughs> well, no, that's fine. I just want to make sure that everybody understands what yeah. we're talking yes. about. Okay, so yeah, I mean, the Green Lanterns are awesome for those of you who don't even know what they can do. They have a really cool, obviously, green ring that, how do you describe, like, the summoning of, not summoning, I guess, but, like, <sighs> conjuring of objects, maybe? Uh, Like, with your with the, with the ring itself? Yes, with the ring itself. I, like, how would you describe that other than they just make things be? I, I really don't know. Like, God, I think it's just all about just being creative or or having that willpower to construct whatever you want to make out of that ring mm-hmm. basically i mean that's what all the all the rings do that okay so it's just all about like what you feel with the ring all right like what fuels you, you. So yeah green, what fuels you green lanterns wear an extremely 
aggressive mood ring. That's all you need to know. Yeah. They they have a really but it's one mood. But it's one mood. Really high class mood Mm -hmm. ring. Okay, so now we're gonna we're gonna get a little bit more specific. Okay. Okay. If you had to choose one object. From one the object from either either the same universe or a completely different different universe that you could bring into this world. Shit. Who, who <laughs> what are you taking? Because you only have one thing, and you're okay. You're gonna be the okay, ooh. This is a better question. Hmm. Would you rather? Okay. Go ahead and answer the question, then I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask the following one. You can go first. God damn it. I'm trying to um, think. I gotta think. I gotta think too. Mine's easy. I have a brain what's, as well. Okay, then what's yours? Lightsaber. Elaborate so I can think. <laughs> okay, lightsaber. First of all, and this is going to be my following question: Is would you rather have be the only person in the world that has it, or like make it a commonplace item? I would totally take lightsaber and let everyone have one, because then uh, war. Okay, war is never a good thing. Yeah. But I would be a lot more excited about war if I was a bunch of Jedi's just out yeah. there swinging at badass. each other. I'd be way more down with an RGB electrified war and so that i'd personally take and if it wasn't a lightsaber i'd probably be the only one in the world to have an iron man suit that'd be my second one because it's hard to turn down mr stark yeah but iron man suit is definitely my close number two after a lightsaber but i'm not taking away the lightsaber i think i'd probably choose stormbreaker Ooh, that's a good one I mean, and not can, not the one from Endgame. Just like I want Beta Ray Bill's Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Oh yes, wow! Yes, okay, yes. so you're like going like the OG. You want the OG original. Yeah, Stormbreaker? Okay. It is a hammer, ladies. It's a hammer axe. Yes, uh, it's a hammer thing. axe. And so, um, I just you can summon lightning. Yeah. It'll come back to you. Yeah. Not a lot of things come back to me, so that, that'll be nice. <laughs> so I don't know. It's 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 a dope thing. It's a dope gadget item. Magical. <laughs> creation i don't know what you what you would call it you can travel across the universe with just like lifting. yeah i just spin yeah. in it'll yeah. carry me away yeah that's uh, or web shooters web Ooh, shooters okay that's, that's i good. like that one too I, I could swing across all the skyscrapers in wataga <laughs> <laughs> or the telephone poles oh my gosh you will be you'll be done swinging in like two seconds i get so bored because i'd be like this is stupid it's so lame well, like you wouldn't even be able to get more than like fifteen feet off the ground. Yeah. So that'd be I know, right? That'd be so disappointing to get web shooters and just be like The highest you could go is that super target <laughs> over there. <Yeah. laughs> or that academy. Or yo, low key, I kinda just thought about this. It's not necessarily a thing as people. If I could have fairy godparents. Yeah. I think that'd be dope. 'Cause you cause you're not limited to three wishes. You just yeah. got everything. Yeah. That you would could be ask cool. them anything. Yeah. Um me, I mean, I got two, so I, but I'm gonna elaborate on just one. The, well, the, the one thing is a Green Lantern ring. That's it, one, number one, number one thing he I want. Doubled down on Green but, Lantern. But 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 just to make it more interesting, uh, the other thing that I would like to have, but I would only want want it for myself. No one else can have it. Okay. Is um, the Black Panther suit. Oh yeah. Okay, so the original, like Civil War one, not the Civil War one, because oh. Civ- well, okay. Well, let me let me clarify this real quick. Let me cl- clarify this for everybody. The Black Panther suit for Civil War was way better than the actual Black Panther movie itself. I will say that, and I will I will. Oh, I agree. Take that to I, my I grave. It was, it was it is way better. Agree. But it is just just a costume. I'm talking about the powers that come. Damn, it, is it is currently it is raining, raining. It is raining. guys. I don't know if y'all can pick up some of that sound, but it just started pouring. 
But I'm talking about the the power. The way it absorbs yes, contact. Yes, from the, from the Black Panther movie. And can, uh, yes. redistribute it. Yes. I would love to have that. Love to have that. That's yeah. The Civil War one, though, I, I don't know. Honestly, I didn't like the costume in the movie at all Yeah, for Black Panther. But the Civil War one was clean. So so damn sexy bro yeah so so great. i honestly liked him not gonna lie i like to uh t'challa more in civil war than in black panther i i do too i agree with that maybe because he was like i guess a rage field and he wanted vengeance and, and and maybe because his suit was more practical yeah it seemed more real than just the cgi suit that we got it kind of it kind of not really but it kind of felt like the ryan reynolds Green Lantern. Yeah, suit. especially at the end of the movie, man. Yeah, oh, God, that and that last CGI fight where they're falling yeah. down the cave and the rhinos come in. I mean, I know that was uh, they had to include it because it's a Marvel movie. Yeah, and so like, but it but it's good. It's good that that exists. That scene exists. So now when Black Panther two comes out, Ryan Coogler, more rhinos. Ryan, Ryan Coogler could come out and be like, okay. We kind of messed up on this. Yeah. Let's tweak this better to make this one make this movie better. That was all Marvel too. I know yeah. Ryan Coogler didn't want that. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's nice that it's out there. They made their mistake. We'll get it. We'll get it better next time for sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Okay. So, moving on okay. from uh, mythical realms that we want to go into, what are some movies? that y'all believe the people should be made aware of and that they should be watching right now. Well, obviously after they listen, they listen to the podcast, they watch. Well, there's a few because I know we talk about movies here a lot. So I yeah. wanted to maybe throw some suggestions out there that you guys should immediately go see. I know that all top three, just to keep it simple, all three of us go watch. I mean, we're watching movies. I don't know. How many movies do you think y'all watch a week? I'm probably like four. I, I probably watch three or four. Three, I'm thinking like four I've watched. I've watched 18 movies uh, in January. I keep, I'm keeping count since this is okay. starting a new year. So I've it's watched 18 movies. Yeah, probably like one or two. Honestly, I'm, I'm just thinking really like, busy right now. Three or four, mm, three or four on like a good week, but that's because I like. Yeah, try, I try week. to watch like one every night that I'm not like doing something. Yeah. I'm watching yeah. a lot of the Clone Wars right now, so I've been watching many movies, and that's a great excuse. Well, the whole reason I don't watch <coughs> series is because I don't like have. That's like I can't get through Breaking Bad. God, I have so much like, anime I need to catch up on too, dude. Like it just pisses me off. <laughs> I need more what time. What a problem to have. <laughs> I still, I need to finish Hunter Hunter. Y'all probably don't know what that is, but I no. Just, I have not. I don't watch up. no anime. So you should. I think you would like it. Honestly, I'm actually shocked you don't watch anime. I don't watch anime, man. I, I don't watch. Like an, I don't watch anime either. But I. just I could see you being like a huge it. Dragon Ball Z fan. Really? That's a that's an easy one that you like. I'm like start really off. surprised that you have you. Did you ever like try it or? I does Pokemon count? Because oh <laughs> I I like Pokemon. I mean, I, mean, I think Dragon Ball Z would good uh, be a good. Um, first one for you to transition like you into the world naruto, look, naruto looks so boring and you know what it, it looks like there's a lot of filler i keep hearing that so many times yeah from naruto. naruto especially has a lot of filler and i know what that is like because pokemon has mm. filler but like jesus lord i don't know if i want to like sit through probably a lot of people out there really mad that y'all are bad i'm sorry I, i'm sorry i'm not bad mouthing i love filler honestly i don't know i just like i don't mind it i guess i just want to I, I, I appreciate the art yeah yeah, I see what you're saying. Hmm, that's actually an interesting thought because, ah, God, dude. Hmm. Anyways, back to yeah, moving, <laughs> back, yeah, moving, back to sorry, moving back. Yeah, sorry, back to picking movies the that we're gonna go after. Out. I just watched a movie on Netflix, and this okay. one, I the, I had, I honestly kind of wanted to do this section just so I could talk about this movie for a little bit. Okay, Drive, man. Drive. Oh, I did see your little your Dr little review. 
on Twitter. Drive with Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I don't even watch very I haven't seen very movie many movies with Ryan Gosling. I, I mean, I think I've have I seen The Notebook? I don't know. I know the premise of The Notebook if yeah. I haven't seen it. But I haven't seen that many movies with Ryan Gosling. I think I've seen Gangster Squad, Now Drive, and then No La La Land. I haven't seen La La Land. Okay, me. Uh, I'm gonna get to that. I'm gonna get to that. Don't worry. That's that's what I'm gonna talk about. But Drive was incredible. Like the whole movie, it's like I don't know how to like describe it without telling too much about it, but it starts off extremely like calm and it feels like you already know what the movie's essentially gonna be. Yeah. And it's so not that. Like, <laughs> like it, it flips the switch probably like 30, 45 minutes into the movie. So uh-huh. I, I don't think I've seen a movie tone shift as hard as this movie did. Mm-hmm. And like on the dot. But yeah. Incredible movie, beautiful movie. You gotta see Parasite then. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Parasite. I, I need to check out Parasite. That's watching it later this week. I am watching it Thursday night for sure. Hmm. I'm watching it Thursday because I because I don't want to I don't want to watch the Oscars and then not know yeah. how how Parasite is without watching the Oscars. I'm gonna be so pissed. So I'm gonna watch ends. it Thursday night because that's when I'm like off okay. the next day. So yeah, but Drive, beautiful movie, great movie. The soundtrack for that thing is like awesome. And Gosling play I, Gosling has like zero dialogue in that movie. Really, too. he doesn't talk at all. I and your your, your tweet. Uh, threw me off a little bit because you said it's not for everyone can you like elaborate on why you think it's not for everybody because the okay i'm trying to think of a movie that would like mirror the uh the effects but it doesn't offer a lot of explanation there isn't there isn't a okay. huge in-depth like backstory there's no origin story for him at so, all so it's either you're in or you're out yeah like, and it's 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 very in capturing as in like it gets you interested in the story and it's very it's you i couldn't look away from it at all okay not a chance but it doesn't really offer much reasoning as to why or who the character that he's playing is. He talks so little that I don't even remember what his character, the character's name is. I really don't. <laughs> wow. I just know him as Driver. Like, Dang. I really, well, like he doesn't have very much dialogue at all in the movie. And even when he is talking, it's like kind of the same like fragmented pieces of like I'm just the driver. You have this like yeah. this and this and this and that. It's kind of like Mad Max, where Mad Max doesn't talk much. Yeah, as yeah, much. sort yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, it's he's he's just there. Yes, but, but he plays an integral role. I'm assuming. Yeah, he. Well, I mean, he is like the the, the he is the movie. Like, yeah. you know, the movie is about him, uh-huh. and the performance he delivers without the amount of dialogue that he has is like incredible for somebody who likes those kinds of movies. I guess. Yeah. I look at movies more of like an like a like an a piece of art than I do like a story sometimes. As you should. And I, agree. I think as a piece of art, it's absolutely incredible. But the story itself isn't extremely explanatory on some counts. Yeah. If that makes sense. Incredibly entertaining, though, from the basis level. But I think it's a beautiful movie. I gave it like a 96 or something up there. That's a high I've, score. I've, I've heard yeah. a lot of good, like a lot of praise from Drive. I've been meaning to watch it, actually. It's beautiful. It's like on, Before even he watched it, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah. I wanted to watch it months ago. I just never got around to it. And there are more movies up my list that I need to see. I heard the soundtrack's also very good, it's too. It's awesome, yeah. dude. There's one scene in that movie, and I'm just, okay, it doesn't really spoil anything, but the uh, elevator scene in that movie, there is... It's awesome. Like I don't even know how to like describe the like the scenery and then the sound all mixed with what happens is just like incredible. Even, I'll watch it tomorrow. Even better than Cap's ele- elevator scene? Is it how would you 
There's a, it's there's a certainly different... not the same thing. Yeah. It's not. The, I'm, I'm sure it's not the same <laughs> thing. I just I was thinking about an elevator scene. That that's the only one I could think of off the top of my head. Yeah, but the the soundtrack <laughs> in that it's just a gorgeous movie. It really is. I don't know. Like I'm really gonna look into it now. It's awesome. I couldn't recommend a movie higher on Netflix specifically. At least it's on. That's Netflix. not like super well known. I guess it's yeah. on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah it that is. means it's free. Came out. Yeah. <laughs> Moonlight's on Netflix. <laughs> huh? Moonlight's on Netflix. I I have I haven't actually I've seen, seen Moonlight. I've seen Moonlight. I watched it back when it came out and then i rewatched it recently like two weeks ago it's so good i skipped moonlight to watch drive that's literally mm-hmm. exactly how that played out as i was looking both are great movies though yeah it, i haven't seen moonlight I mean, i've heard awesome yeah. things about it that's with uh who's leading that movie i can't think of his name Marshali, uh, yeah okay. our next blade yeah i'm pumped for that too but um yeah i was looking at that movie and then i decided to go with drive instead but drive is my first movie to, okay. um, to recommend who wants to go next matt muhammad you can go matt matt you're up Okay. Uh, Not Cloverfield. <laughs> I, I, was, I wasn't gonna say Cloverfield. Uh, can I? Can I do something very, very, very freaking recent? Recent? Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Bad Boys for Life. Oh <laughs> let I did me not t- expect that. Let me. Let me tell y'all something about Bad Boys for Life. Y'all need to go see Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> and here's why: this movie is literally the funniest shit I have ever seen in my entire life. It is hilarious. Martin Lawrence is probably funnier than Will Smith in this movie. Really? And and Ooh. he's he's not and I to be really honest, he's not even trying. He's not even trying to be like that funny. He's just naturally that funny. But he is a comedian. Were you and, big into Bad Boys? I'll tell you right now, have not seen Bad Boys 1 or 2. Oh wow. Ooh. I'll tell you that right now because people That's actually fairly interesting because given, pe- like, because people told me that like Bad Boys 1 and 2 don't have a story, doesn't have a plot. First one's all right. I've only seen the first I've, one. I've seen bits and parts and pieces. I I've seen the the scene I've in seen Bad Boys one 2 and 2 and 2 I think is a very good piece of comedy. Yeah. It's I've seen the second one where they're confronting uh the KKK? No, 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 not the That's KKK. The, the, the boy uh, so the boyfriend funny. at the at the door. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. He that scene the... is iconic in Bad Boys, and I've seen that scene many times. What I, it... I just haven't watched the movie full, uh, fully through. But Bad Boys for Life, just off the top of my head, that movie is insane. I had a great time at watching that movie. Rewatch value. Where do you hold it? Rewatch value? Yeah. If someone – if. If I had like a gift card, I would definitely go use the gift card to go watch it again. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Because I did that with Spider Verse. I had a gift card, so I was like, I'm yeah. gonna go watch Spider Verse again. Paid to watch Spider Verse like four times. But like, it Bad Boys for Life was freaking good, and I I rated it like an 89. Wow. It was. It, this is off of. This is off of, and it had a great story, a great villain. It was very stylistic. Is it clear that this is like a conclusion? No. Oh wow. No. No, and that's the and and honestly, that's the great part because you just have to watch the movie. I'm not going to spoil it. I, I want to see it. Well, you know, rent it when it's on digital, whatever, or go see it in theaters. But like, they definitely set up another movie, and it's like you want that. Yeah. Because like this movie was just amazing because of how funny it was and the actions was great. So off the top of my head, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah. So Bad Boys for Life is. I mean, I wasn't. I was skeptical of that movie to begin with, uh-huh. but that was only because I'm not a huge comedy fan myself in general, uh-huh. and so I'm really skeptical when big blockbuster comedy movies come out, and just I just I don't I have a thing. I mean, with nowadays like, it's hard for a comedy to, to actually to resonate, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, even back when they were they had a little bit, I guess, more freedom. That's what I can think of a comedy at least that I thoroughly enjoy that was like kind of recent was probably Twenty Two Jump Street. <laughs> 
I love that movie. The Jump Streets are funny. And, and they're ju- I don't know it. I don't. It's hard. I have a thing with manufactured humor though, just in general. Yeah. Like, if it's stand up, that's a different thing because it's like a whole different like that's a different. I had, a, of comedy, I had a huge really. conversation actually today about just like favorite comedies and whatnot, but uh-huh. it, I don't know. It's nowadays at least because it feels so forced. Yeah, that's the, like okay. I may about I could be about to step on some toes here. For example, I have a perfect one for this. Great comedian, absolutely terrible in movies. I you're know. Kevin I, Hart. You're gonna say Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. I freaking knew, knew it. Kevin Hart. <laughs> I knew it. Is objectively awful in television movies across the board, but he is a hilarious stand-up comedian. Is well, I mean, I, I somewhat agree because he's reserved in a film. Well, it's not just, not necessarily uh, reserved, but I get. I feel like he has a limit, and I mean, it's a script that. <laughs> other people created possibly i don't mm-hmm. know how much input he had that's honestly a good point i didn't think but about in that. his own material though i'm like i genuinely think he's funny especially his earlier stuff like laugh in my pain grown little man those are yeah i don't know those are iconic i thought his recent one was good uh what was that one it was uh i don't know but he had a funny joke about a uh, gun compartment yeah and that one was freaking hilarious yeah. i love that i love that joke i forgot what it's called i, I think it's something i don't know the title was weird. It's like I don't know. I forgot what it was, but the the gun compartment. I, I remember was really watching. Funny. Yeah, I know what you're it's talking on about. Netflix. So go watch it on Netflix yeah. if you guys want to watch that gun compartment joke. That's really funny. I don't know, man. I I genuinely am a fan of Kevin Hart. I love Kevin Hart. It's just now, I, now Cole. I understand what you mean. He's you know he's not the best. He's not you know top tier. But like I mean I like the Minjimunji. I like them in I like them in a uh, night I school. Associ- I still need to see Jumanji. I associate Kevin Hart movies with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I knew movies. you were gonna. S- <laughs> I, I literally was thinking, is it because and he's best friends with Dwayne the Rock Johnson? They're, I, they're I, like four see, movies thing, together. Is I like the two of them as people. I hope Kevin Hart's in Black Adam. I hate the two of them as movies. <laughs> oh my god, dude! That tweet. Okay, I actually am excited for Black Adam because yeah. I think it's like going to be potentially the Rock's revival tour. With my opinions, okay. So, but. Kevin Hart came out and he said he wanted to said play. he wanted to be in it, and The uh-huh. Rock came out and said, "I'm gonna try to find a way to like Shit. fit him in there." Yeah, I will like hate the movie. I won't even see the movie. I'll, I'll see the movie, but I'll hate the movie. <laughs> yeah, and you'll hate that one part. Like I can't believe they did this. Did you make Kevin Hart Mr. Terrific? Heck no. <laughs> no! Do not do that. That Ke- would be Mr. Terrific something. is actually one of the most intelligent yeah people in DC, and I cannot see Kevin Hart playing that at all. I can't. Make him Batmite. Make him Superman. Just change the script across the board. That would be funny. No, wait, wait. Because Black Adam and Superman are supposed to be, like, not homies. and They can CGI him to be 6'4". No, make him... I think it'd be so funny if Black Adam had a huge fight with Kevin Hart and it was just, like, a two-and-a-half-foot height difference. Oh, like it was no. just like, oh, my gosh. And then he has to go and fight Shazam. And then, <laughs> and then it makes, makes Shazam look, like, better than Superman, which that can't happen. They just genuinely can't happen. Yeah, but, I hope they do. That's funny. All right, so now it's time for uh, my turn. Okay. Um, I personally, y'all, y'all know I'm a fan. I, I feel like I've expressed my love for this movie quite often. Um, I personally believe that everyone, whether you're a fan of musicals or not, <laughs> you need to watch La La Land, man. <laughs> it is so goddamn amazing. I was listening to the soundtrack today, and then I just got on a kick for soundtracks for movies and that's just all i did this uh, did that too, my sometimes. entire day i just yeah. listened to a bunch of movie soundtracks sound of music is fire by the way um 
But La La Land is so good and it's just such a beautifully crafted film and I don't know just the score is amazing the acting's phenomenal it's such a gorgeous I don't, I don't know how to put it other than it's very extravagant um, it also won best picture it should have 10 and a half seconds uh, I've <laughs> seen I've seen yeah. both Moonlight and La La Land and personally I think they're great films however just I'm biased I think yeah. La La Land deserves it a bit more yeah because honestly it's just I don't know uh it's a tale about, I guess, just going after Saving. your dreams and then kind of facing reality along that line. Yeah. Just like what Cole and I are going through right now. Um, so maybe this musical resonates with me more than I know. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't but, seen it. Uh, I, I think y'all should watch it. I, th- I genuinely think y'all would enjoy it, too. What's because th- the music isn't even annoying or anything. Because I can see how musicals can kind of get repetitive and you're just like, okay, I want to hear more dialogue. But I think they do a proper oh, balance. And uh, if y'all have seen Whiplash, I love Whiplash. Uh, it's directed by Damien yeah, Chazelle. I love so, Whiplash. Uh, Great, he, yeah. He directed La La Land, and uh, I, I recently watched Whiplash too. I listened to the soundtrack for that too. Love Whiplash. Yeah, so it's very movie. good. And all of you listeners, watch La La Land. La La Land, please. Okay. Cool. I'm trying to think now because it's like kind of hard to follow up. But actually, I do have a good one. Okay. So for. My next pick, which I'm pretty sure is also recently available on Netflix. It wasn't before. I didn't watch it on Netflix. Steve Jobs with Michael Fassbender is legitimately one of my favorite performances ever. Now, I have a question. Yeah. Isn't there another Steve Jobs movie with Ashton Kutcher? Yes. And... The one with Michael Fassbender is incredible. I haven't seen the one with Ashton Kutcher, but it's rated significantly less awesome. Michael Fassbender almost won an Oscar for his performance in this. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was up against uh, Leo for The Revenant when that all that whole thing went down. Uh-huh. But it's awesome. The movie is riveting. It actually – it's it's just the way the movie is portrayed. So basically it follows him before uh, – it follows him before – like not press releases but product launches okay that's the better thing so you know how apple has their whole like uh amphitheater like uh releases for macbooks and yeah. the iphones and all that mm-hmm. all of the entire movie is him launching different products and it follows this entire story before he launches the first macintosh and then then he launches and then he uh gets removed from apple when the mac fails and then it yeah. it follows his entire story and it shows kind of the uh the arrogance behind Steve Jobs mm-hmm. and like some of the negatives while also showing his like brilliance, you know? Yeah. It's a it's it's a very well told story and Fastbender is like literally inseparable from my like now thought of Steve Jobs after watching that movie. I don't know how to put it, but Well yeah, I didn't the Ashton Kutcher one come uh quite near the time that Jobs was also released? I believe I think right. one, uh, Jobs was the Ashton Kutcher one, but the Steve Jobs one. I want to say one was one Steve Jobs, one Steve Jobs, the other one's Fast Jobs. Bender. Jobs is with uh, Kutcher, and I'm pretty yeah. sure Kutcher's came a year either before. I think or after. It came before, but I just know that they're just two, completely two different uh, perspectives that's, of Steve Jobs. That's super weird. That I heard Fastbenders was amazing him. though. Yeah. It was awesome. I loved it. I would totally rewatch it. I that really movie. do want to see it. Okay, so Steve. Okay, so Jobs with Ashton Kutcher came out in 2013, mm-hmm. whereas I'm pretty sure Fastbenders was in 15. Yeah, 2015. Was I heard his is more serious with uh, Fastbender. It is, and I think it's just a unique portrayal of yeah. Steve Jobs. You know, because he has a daughter, and 
the movie kind of follows along with like how he like historically kind of he didn't disown her but he almost like denied her existence you know like yeah. like his neglection yeah and it follows that line which is it's really weird to see because i don't want to say steve jobs is like revered as some sort of like i don't not legend but like uh like a prophet in some ways you know like just the way that people looked like had looked at him and like have looked at him since yeah and it shows a take on him that is very like this guy had a pretty significant flaw too Mm -hmm. and it shows him battling with that and like it shows like the rest of his like followers at that point almost like all of them start to come to the fact like they they like approach him with it you know Mm -hmm. and like his it's a great movie i don't know i don't want to get too intense with like spoiling any of it but yeah great 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 performance by fastman in that movie that's what i would recommend also on netflix okay i mean i have a few more i can keep going (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i don't know i'm trying to think about personal ones that i think that people should watch matt do you have any on the top of your head i have one that i watched recently that i know everyone should just take the time to rewatch again okay uh it's a childhood classic space jam no it's not space jam but space jam is good lilo and stitch oh i saw your review lilo and stitch is probably um one of disney's best movies oh i agree and i mean obviously if people you guys have disney plus Guys, take advantage of this Disney Plus because I've been taking advantage of this app so well, other than just like, you know, the original content. I go back to my childhood and I watched all these movies, but Lilo and Stitch, man, that movie just made me sad for some reason. I know I know what happens, you know, I know how yeah. it ends, I know every bit of that movie, but it still like made me feel something. Yeah. As a twenty two year old dude, Lilo and Stitch really touched my heart when I watched it um, a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like everyone should take the time to just watch a, watch any type of movie you watch as a kid and watch it again and just see if it still holds up. Lilo and Stitch really still holds up. And it, it doesn't it, – it's not like, you know, groundbreaking like, you know, uh, Steve Jobs or La La Land. But, like, Lilo and Stitch is just like a – a a great it's a classic it is a it, it is for sure a classic it is just a great it tells a great story has it is really really funny and it has a lot of heart my favorite part in the entire movie mm-hmm. is whenever bubbles comes to the house yeah and i don't know what happens but stitch just throws something at his face just yeah, randomly he th- he dude i laugh every him. time i see that I love that's that's one of my favorite Disney movies. Honestly, it's a great Disney movie. So everyone take the and time. And you said the TV show. Did you ever watch? Yeah, that? I watched yeah. it. I w- the, and you know what? That's on Disney Plus too. I just so. like seeing all the aliens. Yeah, they they there was a lot of aliens, and they always had different numbers because mm-hmm. Stitz was six two six, and so there was just a whole. That was basically the whole TV series, which yeah. is catching catching the aliens. But yeah, great, great, great movie. I had a massive crush on Nani. Growing up, I did. I'm too. not even kidding. Not gonna lie, I, I like did most too. Most of everybody did, you know. I did too. So Lilo and Stitch, that's a good pick. Yeah, I just had to had to get just a childhood one. Someone any anyone can really resonate with. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would agree. <laughs> uh, do we want to keep going with movies or? I we? We, are we having three? Yeah. Yeah, because we, we we all have one more. Okay, I'm ready for mine. What's what? You go ahead. You you want me to go ahead now? Yeah, you yeah. go. Okay, good. Okay. Uh, this is all. This is really because of Cole, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm interested. So <laughs> I I recently rewatched Annihilation. 
so I remember. I'll tell you right now. I watched Annihilation in theaters when it came out. I watched it in a really, really not so great theater. Mm. I didn't like the movie that much. I thought it was weird. I thought it was just, just really weird. Especially the ending. It is weird. So, <laughs> so me watching it again, expecting the weirdness. I took the time to really just to just, uh, just delve into that world and what it was the message that was trying to tell me just and that movie was 10 times better the second time for some some reason and it was just it's almost close to a masterpiece and the fact that it's a rated r sci-fi movie and it doesn't seem like it's rated r Mm -hmm. but it is it's crazy how how intense and how beautifully shot that movie is Mm -hmm. it's a phenomenal sci-fi movie it is confusing as hell. It is very, <laughs> it is very, very, very confusing. But if you, you know, really took the time to sit down and watch the movie and just let it tell you what it's trying to tell you, it is something. It's something that you just have to see to believe. Annihilation. That's my my last pick. I I encourage everyone to go see Annihilation. It is on Hulu. Uh, so if you guys want to watch that, if you want to have like a deep, uh, have your mind just warped. Watch Annihilation. Yeah, it's is that the one with Amy Adams? No, no, no that's Arrival. Oh, okay. This okay. is with Arrival's Natalie Portman. Also a very good. Movie. Oh, okay. This is with Natalie Portman and it uh, will melt your Oscar brain. Isaac. Oscar Isaac. It will literally melt your brain. It is. It is. It is. It, oh, it's an also with uh, who's the girl that plays Valkyrie? Uh, oh, Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Yeah, she's and, also and, in that movie. And Gina yeah. Rodriguez from yeah. Jane the Virgin. So, wow. Just it, and I didn't realize. I didn't know Tessa Thompson when I first saw the movie the first mm. time because she wasn't really in. She, I don't think Thor Ragnarok. I, I didn't see Thor Ragnarok at the time, so I didn't know who Tessa Thompson was. Yeah, going back and seeing what she's done, like in Ragnarok Endgame, is and, Annihilation a part of the Alien universe? No, okay, no, that's Pro, that's Prometheus and Alien Covenant. <laughs> okay. Yes, this All is right. just this. That's this is another, his own thing. Yeah, that's another thing. It's just his own thing. Now it's a I'm, completely female-led cast too, that's and, and that's thing that and that's like really freaking cool. Now I don't know if it's based off a book. Nine times out of ten, it probably is. Which isn't a bad thing. It's not it's a bad good thing. Script material, but it's you know? it is it is such it tells such a great story, mm-hmm. and. It, I, I cannot that. express to you how confusing this movie is. It's so, like, it's especially the last forty minutes. Okay, is it on Netflix? It's on. It's on Hulu. It okay. has probably one of the most haunting slash greatest scores ever. Yeah, that's true. Like that score for that mo- for the la- that yeah. last part is literally so crazy. There are two scenes in this movie that I will describe to you. I'm not going to describe them at all, actually, because okay. I want you to get them fully. There is one monster scene. That's all I'm going to say. There's one oh, monster yeah. scene, yep. and there's the final scene in the movie. Yep. The monster scene is, like, potentially the scariest situation I could ever imagine. So scary. Like, it is, like, legitimately terrifying. And just watching it terrifies yeah. me. And then the final 15 minutes of the movie, the first time you watch it, you will be so confused. So confused. And so captivated you will never be able to describe the emotions that you're experiencing because (laughs) it is my brain felt like it was just like melting through my like body when i was watching the final 15 minutes of this movie it is it is called annihilation starling natalie portman fantastic movie great movie incredibly confusing if you're a sci-fi fan you'll love it if you're a a not a sci-fi fan you won't love you were gonna be confused as hell so 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 confused yes that's about it. I'm sold. You should so watch it. 
Watch that and Drive. If there's two movies that you're going to watch this yeah. week, okay. watch those. Drive and, and Annihilation. Annihilation. Yeah. I will for sure watch those. Yeah. And that's on Netflix and Hulu. So. Annihilation, you might have to watch two or three times to like. It's really, it's really good, man. I I'll th- watch I, it once I, and give you all my raw. I rated I then. rated it like a night, like I think it like the high nineties. I think I oh, got wow. it like a ninety five. Your first time or second time around? The, my my second time. Okay. First time was like a like a seventy. A seventy sixty nine. If you follow the movie extremely closely the first time around, you'll probably be okay. There are some parts that you might have to like go back and touch on. Yeah, but general, it's it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. I say experience it for yourself the yeah. first time. Let it just give you what it's trying to tell you. Second time, if you want to watch it again, it will probably be ten times better the second time because you know what's okay. going to happen. So, Annihilation, everybody, Hulu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to go next or shall I? Yeah, I got one. Uh, cool. It's kind of a simple film. I don't know if y'all have heard about it. Um, it was nominated the same year as uh, like La La Land and Moonlight. It's called Manchester by the Sea. I've heard. It of stars heard of Casey uh, Affleck. Yeah, Casey Affleck, Michelle Williams. Uh, it's a I, it's a very very well done film. Really? Um, I watched it like over a year ago now. It's mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime. It's a prime. It's a prime movie. Yeah. Um, Amazon's by the way, pretty good at making stuff. Yeah. Like, it's kind of crazy. They made Honey Boy. Y'all haven't seen that yet. It's coming out soon, though. I didn't on know Amazon. they produced that. Yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, Honey Boy is coming out, I think, actually later this week on Amazon. I watched in theaters earlier. Sweet. That's a different thing. But Manchester, uh, Manchester by the Sea, it's just rough uh, outline of what it what it's about. Basically, it's this guy who comes back to his hometown. His brother dies. He has to take... He's basically in charge, uh, like, taking care of his brother's son. And... Some stuff happened in his hometown, like causing him to leave, and so he's basically reconciling with the past while having to take care of this child who's getting over the death of his father and whatnot. Damn. Yeah, oh. that's kind of all I can give. What's it on? It's on. It's yeah, on Amazon Prime. Prime. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I totally like. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> it's a very well acted film. It's uh, and like I want to say it's in like Boston or New England. Something it sounds like, that. like Charlie St. Cloud with Zac Efron. That sounds no, just like that. Kind of. No? I can see the vibe that you're getting from it, but it's really not. I, uh, just the way you're describing yeah. it to me, but except the whole ghost aspect of it. Spoilers. Yeah. But, I mean. <laughs> not in Manchester it's, by it's the not, Sea. No, yeah, yeah, not Manchester by Sea, but Charlie St. Clown. But that's what it, <laughs> that's what it <laughs> resembles, like, kind of. Yeah. But uh, it's a very good film, and I think y'all should watch it. I think y'all will like it a lot. It's on Prime Video. Okay. Bet I will definitely Manchester watch anything. By the sea. Anything you guys recommend me, it's I'm going to watch. Sad as hell. I I, I oh, think I cried. Oh, okay, well yeah. I have to prepare myself then. The last one that I'm gonna roll. With, I'm sorry, I totally like interrupted. No, that. I'm I done. Mean to go. Uh, the last one that I'm gonna go with is like a, a pretty damn well known movie. Okay. It's just I don't know how many people have seen it. Oh, let's hear it. At our age, at least. <laughs> uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Ooh, it. Is incredible. I think I know what you're gonna say, I think and I th- I'm pretty sure it's still on Netflix. Pretty Ooh, sure. I, know what you're I, say. I have a. I have a. <laughs> I think I know what you're gonna say. Goodwill Hunting. Oh. Nope, that's Wait, not what I thought you were gonna say. Imported. I thought you were gonna say Glorious Bastards. <laughs> Both of those are great movies. That's I'm like my sure. number two favorite I, movie of all I've time. I've seen though. Goodwill Hunting last year for the first time. Goodwill Hunting. Wow, talk is... about that. If you want to smile and cry on, oh, like for continuously, sure. for sure, it is like the most melancholy. Movie ever, yeah, it is so great. It is a fantastic movie yes. that was written by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Yeah, 
Oh my god, it's that was got such a great movie. Robin Williams, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know who the guy. I think that's it. The crazy scientist dude from Thor. I don't know what his name oh, is. Oh, uh, uh, I think it's Alexander Skarsgård. It's one of the Skarsgårds. Him. Yeah, it's got him. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's a beautiful story. It's not your fault. It will. Oh my god, <laughs> dude. Oh my. That god. scene just makes me want to curl up and fall over. Oh, it is. It's a great. It's movie. just even. I don't know. It's even more sad just seeing Robin Williams because I love that man. And it's just, I don't know, it's a very tragic circumstance, yeah, I guess. Because, I mean, we. Because he passed away. Yeah, and so I, I don't know. <coughs> Robin Williams is such a great actor, in my opinion. Great actor. Yeah. And I, I don't know, Matt Damon's, like, in my opinion, one of the better actors around. Yeah. I've said these Matt days. Damon, if I, had to, if I had to pick my favorite actor, it'd be Matt Damon. He's a great actor, dude. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know if y'all have seen I haven't seen it either, yeah, but I know there's one that. scene in uh, Saving Private Ryan. Um, yeah. Basically, whenever. Tom Hanks's character finds him. They, he, uh, Matt Damon's character tells his story, and the entire story was improv for Matt Damon. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. That's incredible, actually. Huh. Yeah, I mean, basically the story of Goodwill Hunting, and I, I can't give, like, too much of it. It's a mathematical genius who has an overwhelming amount of personal and kind of psychological issues i could you could almost say and the premise of the movie is him and his therapist who is robin williams Uh essentially tracking down like what his issues are and him coming to terms with like the fact that like he has at like incredible capabilities and like it's a great movie great just i cannot express how good this movie is that might be one of the only movies i would give a 100 to like it's it's, a flat 100 it's up there it really (laughs) is i mean it it deserves all the praise it gets it's yeah. a wonderful movie yeah like the other day i was talking to matt about this because he uh rated cloverfield in 99 and i don't know i do agree that no movie is ever perfect but d- they're just some man that i just think basically are yeah and then at that point i think it's like personal preference you know yeah just because I, I i can think about the movies that are in my top five and honestly those are all probably like 100s, 100s for, me. for you yeah yeah well because you get to a certain point where like when you've seen so many movies there may not be like a version of perfect for that specific movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. But amongst all the other ones, they're like you can't like point anything that's like super wrong out with them. And yeah. I mean, there's a, there are definitely a few movies that land up there. I would give it a hundred though. For Goodwill Hunting, I would. It is I, I, certainly I in my that. top five. It might even be in my top three. It's in my top three. And it is an incredible piece of work. That's a great movie. That's a great choice too. Yes, and that closes out on our three, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, with the last thirteen or last fifteen minutes or so that we have with this episode, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about something that is on a much more somber note, and I think that you know where I'm probably going with this, and I think everybody knows where I'm probably going with this. It has been eight days. It's been yeah, yeah. It has been eight days since the tragic and completely unexpected passing of Kobe Bryant. Gianna Bryant and then the nine others that seven or others. the seven others that were on that helicopter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would just like to take a moment to one reflect and two. I don't even know if I can put into words really how that day went yeah, as awful. far as news and everything goes. Yeah. I woke up to text messages. I woke up first of all, and I hadn't even checked Twitter yet. And uh-huh. Muhammad texted me just said dude and i really thought he was just trying to get my attention and so i responded with dude and then he responded with 
I just can't believe it. And I was like, whoa, that's, I don't know what this is about. And I obviously went and checked Twitter to find out that pretty much the most unexpected news I think I've ever received ever. Uh Because Kobe Bryant being who he was, it, he almost had this like a mortal feeling to like his persona and to read that it just it didn't feel real and i'm not i didn't even grow up a huge kobe fan or anything like that (laughs) but and i know people who did grow up massive kobe fans Mm -hmm. and so it's just very weird i mean my best friend's biggest kobe fan i know yeah and obviously there are people out there that felt it a lot harder but i think if you grew up playing sports or just literally being in a school or anywhere yeah you you knew Kobe Bryant, and his name is literally infamous. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's honestly, it's wild, man, because just that day, literally, the earth stood still for one man. And yeah. he just, broke Twitter. And for one man and those eight other people who sadly lost their lives. And it's just because, like you said, he was practically immortal in essence, in the sense that, and that like, we would never picture anything like this happening and i just i don't know man it's just something where in my opinion i mean everyone has their time and we all know that it's eventually going to happen but it's just like i truly feel like this was just something too soon because he he just had so much more going on Mm -hmm. man and the fact that he was only three years into his retirement he was taking more initiative to be there for his family with his daughters like he was coaching her his uh, daughter's basketball team and whatnot and yeah it just sucks and what's even worse is just like his daughter was with him man so, so man makes it so much worse and it pissed me off because the freaking news sources man they just did not have their story straight because initially yeah. it was kobe bryant dies kobe bryant and four daughters die kobe bryant's daughters and wife die but kobe bryant wasn't in the helicopter everyone was just trying to throw out a story there because just kobe bryant was associated yeah. with it mm-hmm. and the reason i didn't initially believe it too is because it came from tmz yeah but after like some research later on i realized that honestly dude tmz whenever they release someone has passed away it's right because they're first they, to a lot of things they released michael jackson whitney houston passing away yeah this it they have an in somehow and it's just wild and i just didn't want to believe it and up until i saw um i mean forgot, it's still hard to wrap your head around the i mean yeah it's that kobe bryant the fact that it's been a dead, week yeah. over a week now and i don't know if there's a way that you should react to it you know like I grew up a massive sports fan. I still am a pretty massive sports fan. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I wasn't an avid an avid Kobe uh, eh, an avid Kobe fan or an avid Laker fan. But I grew up a massive basketball fan, a ma- and, and a massive sports fan in general. And for as long as I can remember, I've been saying the words Mamba mentality. I don't really know when that phrase was invented. Mm-hmm. I have no idea as far as year goes. I just I have said that about a hundred million different things and it's just crazy to me that someone as iconic and legendary as Kobe Bryant, who has influence that spans an irreachable amount of distance falls in such a tragic and unexpected accident that like it's it's incredibly unfortunate that seven others passed i don't have their names around me right now i would read them off if i did but 
It's just unfortunate, man, because I don't know. I'm pretty sure y'all watched the interview with Shaq. And yeah. just him saying, like, you know, growing up, the people who I envied and I aspired to be, like, they're still around. Like The Bill Russells. Yeah, he was and, like, yeah. I like I forgot who he said, but he's like, I wanted to meet him, and I did. I wanted to play with him, and I did. I had lunch with this guy. And so it's just like they'll never have to – they'll never be able to have, like – Kobe's Hall of Fame speech or joke about like how if they stayed together and whatnot just everything Shaq was saying it was just like so relevant in the fact that, like these people are still alive Bill Russell's still alive Kareem yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's still alive mm-hmm. I don't know it's wild and the fact that arguably one of the best basketball players ever isn't amongst those people who's still walking on this earth today yeah I don't know it's crazy and it's just I don't know I his basketball legacy is amazing and it it can't it's untarnished but it's just sad because he didn't necessarily completely get to solidify his legacy as a father yeah and his little girl didn't get to see her life into fruition and so it's just i don't know it's it's heartbreaking man that's one of that's one of the saddest parts too I, she's only 13 man yeah i think that barack obama actually his quote initially like immediately after the news broke uh-huh. is my it was my favorite was Kobe was a legend on the court and was just getting started in what would have been a or ju- when it would have been a just as meaningful second act. To lose Gianna is even more heartbreaking to us as parents. Michelle and I send love to and love and prayers to Vanessa and the entire Bryant family on an unthinkable day, because that's the weirdest truth of it all. Is Kobe essentially everything that he wanted to do in life he accomplished. Yeah. He really did. He wanted to be one of the best basketball players of all time. Done. He sat up one day and decided, you know what? It would be really cool to win an Oscar. He did. And he went and won an Oscar. Yeah. That's something that people wouldn't work their entire lives to do and don't get. He just did it. Yet he, he loved children books too. Being he loved being a father. And in any interview he gave in like the 3 years since he retired, it was always about his kids. It was always about his kids. And anytime he was in the spotlight, he was with one of them. He was being like the most present father someone can be. And to pass in a moment like that with one of his kids is like the worst part about the entire thing. It's an incredibly tragic thing. And I don't want to. Server lining, I guess, is, I mean, even though it all sucks ass, it's just at least they were together, you know? Yeah. In those final moments. And there was one, uh, I think it was a CNN reporter, that told a story about how the girl dad story that yeah. I'm referencing. And, I almost cried when I heard that. Oh, moment. I was, it was terrible. But she told the story of basically the time that she met Kobe Bryant. And she was pregnant at the time. And I guess that Kobe had asked her about when the baby was due and all of that. And I think it was a girl. I think that would lead this into the entire story. But she uh, she asked Kobe about how to raise a daughter and everything, and like if he ever wanted to have like a boy. And he goes, "Nah, I'm a girl dad." He goes, "Like, I, like I was basically like he was built for this." And yeah. he was like, "I'll take five if yeah, I want." Yeah, he said, "I'll yeah. take five yeah. more yeah. girls." And that it's just such a cool thing to know that like, because I mean, I mean, I, everyone wanted him to have a son because LeBron has a son, Dwayne Wade has a son. Yeah, and like as yeah. a no, like not to put like some standard out there, but as a basketball playing man legend, I don't want to say it's, it's honestly kind of expected of you in some regard. But Kobe didn't take to that at all, you know. Like, yeah, he loved being the. And Gianna was going to carry that legacy. He was. She was going to carry yeah, that legacy. Definitely and was. 
that is an incredibly sad part about it as well is that we're never gonna get to see that yeah and it's tragic because he has a one-year-old too and yeah likelihood is that she won't remember kobe at least personal encounters it's a very 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 sad situation but it has been eight days since has happened and it doesn't feel any more real today than it did yesterday yeah it still sucks though but i don't know rather than i mean it's hard i mean i don't even know the guy and i'm just still devastated about it i I don't know how i'll face something actually personal but Mm -hmm. rather than looking down upon this tragic instance just celebrate the lives that they lived and what they took part in your own lives Mm -hmm. who they've helped craft you into the individual that you currently are Celebrate the lives that they lived and then make an effort to live yours in the same type of way. Kobe made the most out of every moment, and I'm sure that Gianna did in the short amount of time that she had. But I I don't know. It was one of those perspective and eye-opening moments where it's like life really is fragile. So as Shaq said, as many other people have said since this whole thing went down, appreciate things more don't let things hurt you the same way as they might have used to and just go out of your way to tell people you appreciate them and love them you know it's i honestly did that after that happened man Mm -hmm. same i did too it was was a hard day man i love you guys love you too man man. (laughs) but i know that is a very downbeat yeah now y'all are crying uh we're just gonna end this right now so (laughs) i know that's a downbeat way to end the episode but i felt it was important to talk about the legacy of a man that was taken way too soon along with his daughter Mm -hmm. and seven others that were also taken way too soon. make your own legacies people i like that mama mentality guys mama mentality you know live the lives that you want to live you want to do something do it and don't let anybody else tell you that you can't But with nothing left to say on movies, and I think that we're just about wrapped up there, are we? Yeah, I think so. But, guys, we appreciate everything that you guys do. Thank you, Matt, for being so flexible and willing to be back. Thank you for having me back. I didn't think I would be coming back this soon, but I'm glad I'm back. You were certainly back sooner than originally estimated. (laughs) It's. I'm really happy that you're here. It's been awesome having you. I know for a fact that people watching these have been loving you. So, thanks, guys. Guys, <laughs> like I said, we have a flag. Take note of that. I've been looking at that camera the entire time when it's actually that camera. That's <laughs> whoops. But um, guys, thank you so much for watching us. Thank you for sharing, supporting, mm-hmm. literally anything that you have done for us. Thank you so much. I cannot express that enough. And we love you guys genuinely whether we've talked to you or not. I love you guys. Without anything, nothing else, Uh, I hope y'all are having a great day or night or evening whenever Whenever y'all are listening to this. this. Uh, Like we said, just tell the people y'all love that you love them. Watch Mm -hmm. some good movies, and uh, we'll see y'all on the next episode of Mix and Match Radio. Until next time, guys. ...can savor every moment we have left together. The good and the bad. We have given each other all that we have. And we both know, no matter what I do next, I'll always be that kid with the rolled up socks, garbage can in the corner, five seconds on the clock, ball in my hands. Five, four, 
Three, two, one. 